Welcome back, mother lovers, to a brand new episode of Last Call at McLaren's, the best damn How I Met Your Mother podcast on the internet. I am your host, Josh, here with my best bud, John. How you doing, man? It has been a long couple weeks, but I am yes. here. Yes. Persevering yes, through it all. We have been off for a couple of weeks, but we are back. That is my fault, ladies and gentlemen. I am sorry. There have been a lot of shit going on with my family lately. And, you know, family first. It's true. But I hope that you all enjoyed our recent episode of Last Call After Hours. We talked <laughs> childhood cartoons. It was a good time. <laughs> I mean, we have a lot of conversations like that that if we were smart, we would record more of. Because, I mean, That's true. clearly when something comes up, we could just throw something like that up there and be like, here's some after hours. It's true. That's why I've been keeping it keeping it rolling after we we record. That is so, true. Just kind of get some gold in there. T- today, <laughs> after we're done recording uh, the How I Met Your Mother podcast, uh, you should hop on over to our other podcast, the uh, Off the Ropes with John and Josh, as I will be reviewing the Broken Skull IPA. That's right. That's right. Should be interesting. We'll uh, we'll see how it all goes. But uh, today <laughs> we're talking about season two, episode twelve, first time in New York. That's right. I mean, the city's so nice. They named it twice. That they did. Uh, <laughs> this episode aired on January eighth of two thousand seven. It was the first episode of uh, that year. Uh, there was a, a big break before that, so we had a, a like almost a month between episodes here and hey we, we took a couple weeks off ourselves <laughs> so why not a couple weeks too, so. <laughs> uh it was directed by pamela fryman written Shocker. right written but well I, th- I think it's the next t- two episodes are not so we'll see how that goes <laughs> but i mean she directs the most part like she, she does direct is like most all but like 12 or something like that it's yeah crazy out of like over 200 it's, it's crazy uh, and written by Gloria Calderon Collette. This is her third of five episodes that she did on the show. Oh, Previously, yeah. she did the duel and drum roll, please. And she Two will of go my favorite episodes. Right. And she will go on to do Showdown and How I Met Everyone Else. Nice. So, yeah. Uh, and that episode actually she won an award for. So the How I Met Everyone Else? Yeah. Nice. Uh, she apparently also comes back later on as an actress in uh, an episode playing a character named Rachel in The Wedding Bride. Yeah, huh. thought that was an interesting little tidbit. You don't see it that. Really very is. Often. You don't usually see the writers just pop in as a random actress. So I mean, that's actually kind of cool though that she did. Yeah, I honestly could. I was like, I don't, I don't remember her, so it was probably a very small part. But uh, yeah, Wedding Bride. When that comes back around, I'm sure we will talk about it. Uh, So the summary for this episode, Robin tries to talk her younger sister, who is visiting New York City, not to lose her virginity. The gang all recount tales of their own first times. That's right, John. Do you remember your first time? I do. Yeah. Do you care Uh, to share? You don't have to. It's cool. (laughs) Do you not remember the story? Oh, man. It's been so long. It's been so so long. uh, so I was semi quasi dating this girl. Her name was Katie. Uh, we were <laughs> we were in someone else's house with like three other couples in the room. Decided to give it a go, uh, and she tried to convince me that it wasn't gonna fit because of how thick it was. 
There it is, folks. <laughs> you heard that here, uh, right here, ladies. I cannot hey. believe I literally just told that story. <laughs> like a baguette. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck. That's right. Dude, so tell yours. I mean, come on. Don't be shy. Uh, this was with uh, uh, your cousin uh, <laughs> on a waterbed, on her mom's waterbed. <laughs> I got to say, waterbed sex, decent. I mean, you know what they say, man. No woman can resist the motion <clears throat> of the ocean. <clears throat> I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed it quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> not not as funny of a story as yours. Oh, but... <laughs> I mean, does it have to be funny though? I mean, no, no, and not as like bad as some of the stories that we hear in this episode either. <laughs> that is true. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, you always hear about people you know having terrible experiences their first time, and that's oh, they showcase always. that here. That didn't happen for me, so uh, I was I was glad about that. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say my first time was the best. I've definitely had better sex since then. But oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I definitely wasn't... got a memorable story out of my first time. Yeah, it w- definitely wasn't uh, one of the those terrible moments that people tend to talk about, though. So, but uh, we got future Ted starting things off here, telling his kids about how he took Robin, how it took Robin a bit longer to say I love you. <coughs> And uh, we kind of run through a montage of moments between he and Robin, ending with her saying, falafel. Falafel. Yes. I mean, in all fairness, he was a little bit of an I love you slut when they first met. Yes, I mean, she was an I love you prude. Oh, I mean, no doubt. But I mean, like, <laughs> in all fairness, I think Ted is one of those guys that every guy strives to be. We try to be that perfect guy who has, like, those moments where you can just strive to be so smooth and perfect and like on point. But I think Ted's major problem is, is that every time he has that moment where he's finally being the good guy, he does something to sabotage himself and he turns out to be a dick. It's true, man. He, uh, he definitely sabotages a lot. Um, but I think he does really well this episode. You know, oh, he, this episode, he, he does great. I'm just right. Saying, Ted is a saboteur. Of oh yeah, life. yeah. Um, but he he, he kind of steps away from that self sabotaging streak in this episode a bit. He does, and uh, this and, is one of the very few where yeah this this is one of the very few where he steps up to be the man that we all know Ted Mosby can be. It's true, like, it's true. and he really he really comes through for Robin in this episode. So that's very true. Uh, during this scene, we also learn that uh, Robin's little sister is coming to town, her little sister Katie, and Ted suggests taking her to see the Empire State Building, Yeah, which becomes a major crux of this episode. Becomes uh, a major euphemism as well. That is true. Also, uh, I think it's funny that both Ted, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to No, 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 man. I think it's really funny that both Ted and Robin have younger siblings, but we only ever meet them like once. Twi- like, well, Rob- we, we meet Robin's twice because she's at the wedding. Yes, she is at the wedding. Yeah. But like between like now and then, it's yeah. like eight seasons where she's just gone. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's just up in Canada doing her thing. No, I know. But I mean, it's the same <laughs> with Ted's little sister. She yeah. moves to New York and we only ever see her once. Yeah, it's true. She- we should theoretically have seen her far more often because that was the whole thing was that 
he signed he signs a lease. I mean, obviously we're jumping way ahead, but oh, he yeah. signs he signs a co-signs a lease for her to live in New York, and yet they live in the same city and they never see each other. Yeah, at least not on you know in episodes. Ted so has like, a little sister. Gets hotter every day, <laughs> and if I ever meet her, her boobies I will play. Oh, sister, sister, sister! The fact <laughs> that you remember that is awesome. That's one of my uh, favorite ones, man. It's good stuff, man. I but love when that episode so- comes back around. You're opening the show singing that song. Just saying, <laughs> just saying. That's the way. I just, I because I love how Ted, Barney's like what. Jewish people can be singing too, or something like it's something about Jewish people. I like, might even have you swivel around on a chair and then do it. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll see. We'll plan it out. We'll plan it out. Fair. Uh, then we get a scene at uh, at the airport. Robin and Lily are there waiting for uh, Katie. Uh, they're talking about what I call the falafel gate. Falafel gate. And uh, we learned that she at uh, Robin has never said "I love you" to a guy before. Shocker. Yeah, she uh she apparently she usually takes what she calls the three week exit, prompting a flashback of Barney explaining the relationship exits to the gang. So this was something new uh in, in this. We've never seen it before, but apparently it was something that he had talked about in the past. I'm pretty sure this comes up back one other time because I remember I remembered this fluently, and I was like, this can't have just been like a throwaway flashback like there had to have been another now, i don't think it ever came up before because we would have absolutely talked about absolutely. it absolutely um but it might come up again later you Maybe. know what i mean I, uh, i'm excited to see if it does because i really yeah. remember the freeway uh analogy yeah uh so relation like he says relationships are like a freeway and there are multiple exits uh so barney goes through them he says six hours four days Three weeks, which is the one that Robin seems to like to do. Seven months, which uh, Barney says is where Ted and Robin are going to break up, which he's wrong because they actually last exactly one year. They break up on their one-year anniversary. Uh, Then one and a half years, 18 years, and death. Now, I I don't know about you, but I feel like there should be something between one and a half and eight. There like should the, be. Like most people talk about the seven-year itch. So you would think that like seven years would be in between there. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? You would think so. So like, I don't know. It just seems it I seems mean, like way too big of a gap. There, there's also my favorite thing to do, which isn't even an exit. It's pulling an illegal U-turn right before you pull onto the freeway. I feel like that's almost like the six hours. <laughs> I mean, it could be six hours, but sometimes you're like, oh, I'm really interested in getting on this throughway here. Oh, fuck. Nope. 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 <laughs> Would you consider that the lemon law? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's pretty close, right? <laughs> I feel like that could fall into that. I feel category. like I've said too much today. Fair I know. so so back at the airport robin says uh she usually finds something that she dislikes about the guy that she's with and lily jumps in saying that she once dated a guy who could only go to the bathroom when classical music was playing and she reveals that actually it was marshall it was marshall this joke does come back later on which i really like but i'll be honest I wanna. I really wish we could have gotten like a like a flashback of this or something. I would think it would have been hilarious, <laughs> like, um, just seeing that happen. 
uh, or because like he's not like that now. She talks about yeah. how um, she because she says to to Robin, you know, it'll happen when it happens, which is the same advice I gave to Marshall to get him over the classical music thing. And I'm like, well, I want to see all of that, man. Like, <laughs> I was gonna say, I really thought about it because this this episode now I've watched like three times recently yeah. because of preparing to record this episode on multiple occasions. Yeah, and I thought to myself on the last watching, I'm like classical music i'm like i could see marshall in the bathroom trying to take a piss to like the william tell overture or like beethoven's ninth right a little mozart you, you know you just hear the <laughs> dun, 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 and then you just hear the like, oh that would be pretty or, funny or you hear the now what would have been hilarious if she had been like he still does this sometimes, you know, kind of, <laughs> and then like just like randomly in an episode, you just hear classical music coming from the bathroom. It would it would have been really funny to have brought back during. Uh, well, it would have already happened, but it would have been funnier if it would have happened during the episode where they're locked in the bathroom. That would have been. And funny. he's like, he's like, oh man, I really got to pee, but I can't turn on the radio. So then all he he could just start humming it to himself. <laughs> right or like Lily starts like humming it or something. Right? Come on, That'd that would be great. That would have been. That'd that would be been great. Awesome. It would have been so good. It would have been. I would have loved that so much. Uh, <laughs> but Robin is worried uh, about complicating things with Ted if she says "I love you," which I totally get. You know, it it can if you say things too fast. I mean, look what happened with Ted. You know, he pulled he pulled a Ted Mosby. Have and you uh, ever said "I love you" too soon and it's ruined things? Oh, I absolutely have. I absolutely have. Yeah. Um, yeah. You want to talk I was. I mean, it happened multiple times. So. <laughs> oh, bro, you Ted Mosby yourself? Oh, dude, I was a total Ted Mosby back in the day. I think my favorite story of ever saying "I love you" too soon, and it turned out not to be as too soon as I thought it was. But it would, uh, without giving names or full full details, it would be two thousand eight. Uh, it would be the dorm room when I was half asleep, and you yeah. were sleeping with the other half, like. Yeah. away and i just i remember rolling over and being like i love you so you and pulled she... a jesse from how i met your father yes but i wasn't 100 percent asleep when i said it i was just like i was dozing yeah and like i was going <laughs> out and just i was just like i love you and she was like oh i love you too and i was like mm. <laughs> i could have said i love you too but instead no I was looking at my Bell Biv Devota CD. You know? <laughs> that girl is poison. <laughs> oh, damn. Good stuff. Good stuff. That's when okay. you start mixing in other shows, folding it in there. See? Ab- oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so then uh, then her sister Katie shows up, played by Lucy Hale of Pretty Little Liars fame. And uh, her boyfriend shows up. First and- off, this dude is... Let me tell you, <sighs> I've met a few guys like this in my life. Yeah. And if, if for those of you who are up on current events, I just want to Will Smith him so fucking hard. <laughs> Dude. I'm glad that you literally almost just spit your water out. I did. I did. I almost spit my water out. Uh, <laughs> uh, Robin says it perfectly later on when she calls him a douche with a faux hawk. Yes. Because that's what he is. He's a total yeah. douche. Well, I love how, like, he starts, like, quasi-hitting on Robin and... Yeah. Um, and Lily. And Lily, thank you. Yeah. And at one point, he says something to 
to Lily, and she's like, "You say things." Oh yeah, she's like, because he, he he sees her, he's like, he like kind of points at both of them, and he's like, "Hot." Yeah, and she's like, "You," and Robin's like, "You say things," because yeah, she's not feeling this, man. She uh, she knows what's happening here, <laughs> and uh, apparently they've only been together for like two months, so it has not been long. And uh, I can't believe in two months they haven't had sex. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, in I, all fairness, her little sister is a virgin. Yeah, so that. that so I feel, her. I feel like it's it's the situation we see later on with Lily and Marshall, where Lily wants to make it special. Yeah, and I think that's you know that's what Katie's do. She wants to make it special. And so, so okay, so fun side story: Is there <laughs> ever a right time? I mean, you can try to make it, you know, quote unquote special, but you most of the time, no. Okay. Sub sub question to that question: What was the quickest you've ever had sex with somebody on a date, or know. like in a Just, series of like being with somebody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Example: I had Probably. sex on the first date once. Oh, oh, you mean like how far into it? Yes, first date. Yeah, first date. Yeah respect yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was like i remember just being like i don't think there's ever going to be a second date and she was like probably not i'm like you want to fuck and she was like okay and i was like fucking a see yours was like first date and then done mine was first date and then like 11 years of a relationship <laughs> and a oh, kid shit. yeah <laughs> fair I don't think I realized that you two had had sex that soon. Yeah. <laughs> man, if I would have known that, man, I would have been like, red flag, red flag. Penalty nah. flag, flag on nah. the play. Nah, you know, I don't I don't regret any of that stuff, you know. I got, no I got a kid out of it, no regrets. Not even a single letter? <laughs> Not even a single letter. <laughs> no, no regrets. That's my credo. <laughs> That's my credo. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. Oh, fuck. I'm oh, glad got, that we go to the same place on this shit. I gotta go. I gotta watch that movie again. It's so funny. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, talking about We Are the Millers, and if you have not seen that movie, I highly recommend <laughs> it. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's so Jason good. Sudeikis and yes. um, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Um, Emma Roberts. Emma Roberts. Will Poulter, I think is his yeah. name. So good. Great fucking movie. Nick Offerman's in that movie. So is uh, Amy Poehler. Yes, it's so good. Go and watch it. Go and watch oh, it. Oh, man. Uh, but back to this. Uh, at the bar, Robin, she's freaking out because she doesn't want her baby sister to sleep with this douchey guy. I don't uh, want my little know. sister to sleep with that douchey guy either. Yeah, even if it, I'll be honest, even if it wasn't her first time, no, nah, this douchey guy don't deserve that. No he, way. He's the kind of guy who's going to crack a monster at 8 a.m. and then by like noon be like, Yo, babe, like, I'm out of energy drinks and Newports. Can you go get me some? <laughs> Give me a six or a Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> He's a total Kyle. <laughs> he is, man. I oh. make the perfect name for this kid. He is a total, because that's his name. His name is Kyle. And oh, he is, fuck, I didn't think about that. Yeah, he is a total Kyle. <laughs> it was, it was a, it was a, it's kismet. It's perfect. Uh, but yeah, so she's freaking out and she wants help from the gang and they're really not being helpful at all. Like I at mean, all, man. <laughs> is there really any more way to be supportive in that situation than they were? I mean, I, yes. Yeah, no, probably not. Um, it's just funny. Cause they're like, Hmm. 
a speech to convince a woman not to have sex. I don't have one of those. I mean, it's true, though. Every person's going to have sex at their own speed. I mean, like I said, I've had sex with someone on a first date before. I've also waited like four months to have sex with somebody before. Yeah. It's, yeah. It really just depends on... Actually, I've also had sex with somebody before we started dating. That's also like, true. Like, went on a date. Yeah. I've also had sex with somebody that you ended up <laughs> That's also true. <laughs> We've done some... Some interesting things, my friend. <laughs> uh, I feel like that's an episode of my podcast that we should be. There you about go. Right there you go. Put that so in the notes. We will come notes. back to this on an episode of Simply Sam and Jay. Yes. QBD. It'll be like a crossover. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to know where these sex stories go, <laughs> tune in to Simply Sam and Jay on the second Tuesday of next month. <laughs> second Tuesday of never. <laughs> March 31st March 31st so that's only two days away from our recording day I know and uh, it's a real day so <laughs> yeah April <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, also apparently Robin has already had three scotch and sodas and it's just hitting 2pm <laughs> yeah I mean I've been there before <laughs> you know I know you've been there before <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! I mean, you're literally getting ready to review a beer can, uh, you know, can it's of beer. Also my, like, and it's nine a.m. <laughs> I work third shift. I'm getting out of work. It's like my five. I'm just saying. If I worked a five, nine to five, I'd just be getting home. Random people walk in. They're like, "What are you drinking a beer at nine a.m.?" And that's all mm-hmm. they see. That's all they see, man. <laughs> No matter when you went to work. Just listen, saying. Listen, if they've got a problem with it, then they can get the fuck out of my house. Yeah, why are they in your house anyways? You don't even know, because I said it was random people. You don't even know who they are. That why are you letting true. random people in your house? Why are you inviting random people into my house? Because it makes for a funny bit. Does it, though? It does. It made me laugh. going to get shot. In my head. Someone's oh, going to get Will Smith. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh, fuck. Uh, so I, I mean, or should I say someone's gonna get Chris rocked? I don't know because he's yeah, gonna get slept. I think they would be getting Chris rocked. Yeah, yeah, Chris got rocked. Anywho, we're not. This is not Oscar talk. This is how I met your mother talk at the Empire State Building. Ted is giving the gang some fun facts that no one actually finds fun at all. I was going to say, nobody finds them fun at all. Like No, not even a little bit. Uh, they're all trying to convince Katie to wait, except for Barney, of course, who thinks, uh, yeah, you just go and you do it. I got to say, this scene, do you remember the one social outcast promo where it's the four of them, and they're talking about like being ready for WrestleMania? Yeah. And like, there's the one thing where it's like, um, oh, fuck, what's the line? It's, I'm waiting for marriage. Oh. And Adam Rose is like, yeah, you missed out on a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's totally it's, the Barney. It's honestly what I think of like when I when I anybody's like, oh man, I'm waiting. I'm like, yeah, you missed fun. Like it's true. Uh Marshall says that uh in college he signed an abstinence pledge. Uh, or was it high school? It might have been high, high school. school. Uh he signed an abstinence pledge and uh told her not to do drugs except pot. And this is the yeah. final time 
that we hear uh, a reference to to marijuana or pot that's not sandwiches. So well, it's also funny. Drink so it in, John. Drink it in because that's the end of it. Laugh is that Marshall and Lily share their story, and it's not the last time we hear a version of this story. It's true, or is it the? First and it's not. It's not the first time we've heard no about this story either. I was. I was gonna say because didn't we hear about it during the? Uh, it was. It's in the pilot. Yeah, they talk about. Uh, and Ted's like when when someone's on the top bunk, it too. Yeah. Because yeah. I was like, ha, we've heard part of this story. Yeah. Just like when Barney tells his, they retcon it later on, and I'm yep. really glad they did that. Yeah. I, the continuity in this show, once in a while, is is off. But they do such a damn good job oh, of, yeah. key, of weaving things from earlier stuff in and out. It's so good. I, I love it so much. Um but uh, Katie says that, uh, you know, she's like, you know, you had sex at 16, Rob. And she's like, how did you know that? <laughs> oh, well, I found your diary. And Barney hops in and tries to offer her $10,000 for that diary. Yeah, I mean, it's not the first time he's done shit like that. You know what, it, like, rewatching this, what it made me think of? Huh. It made me think of the scene in How I Met Your Father that we just recently watched where the lady jumps to fifteen thousand dollars for for that yes. handbag yes. barney just drops he's like ten thousand dollars he doesn't try he doesn't try to be like yo i'll give you you know 500 bucks for that okay okay i'll give you two thousand for that you know he doesn't try to you know make his way up no boom 10 grand give me that diary he just Money drops no it now nah, it's the fact that he could just drop 10 grand tells you he makes a shit ton of money it's well, I mean, insane. in all fairness, we've already discovered about Robin's like Robin Sparkles at this point. He yeah. knows that diary's probably got some good shit in it. Oh, probably, yeah. <laughs> Especially at that time in her life. Yeah. <laughs> yep, you gotta you gotta love the Robin Sparkles dance. Gotta love it. Uh Katie says, you know what? She's doing it. She doesn't care what Robin says. She's doing it. She even put it up on her MySpace page, John. <laughs> Which is a really oh dated reference. And it made me feel so old because I'm just like, oh, my God, I had a MySpace page. And now I feel really old. Dude, you had two. No, I only had one. You had one for Scotty, dude. Did I? Yep. Because I know I have a Facebook page for Scotty. I know you do. Yeah. Huh. I wish I could remember like login information because I would Same. totally love to be able to just like log back in. I don't know. I don't remember anything. I don't remember my username. I don't know what email I use. I have no idea. I'm, I'm pretty sure if I thought hard enough, I could crack mine. Yeah. My, mine would have been a combination of one. Of I don't even know things. if like that page would even exist. Like if I could even. From what I hear, it. most of them still do as long as you can remember your login. Hmm. Oh, I should Tom. just go to MySpace and just like try to find myself. <laughs> Do I, think it. I think that would be really funny uh to see if, if i could actually find to find you know let's see see who's on who was still on my top eight <laughs> yo motherfucker I, if i'm not at least top two man oh i don't know man <laughs> <laughs> you made a fill to number Dude, three I off so many people because like i dated girls and i want to make them my number one you were yeah. always my number one yeah buddy i mean you're my fucking rider guy <laughs> hells to the yeah the only yeah. only girl I ever dated that never had a problem with you being number one was Sarah. Yeah. Sarah didn't give a shit. She knew she was important. I feel like it, it, my number one would either be, because at that time, it would either be you or, or Jen. I feel like it would have to be. Yeah. I don't know who it would have been. No, I'm, I'm 95% sure I was always your number two. 
it would have always had it would have had to have been uh one of you two because who the fuck there's nobody else that it could have been theoretically i mean hypothetically could have been mary no that was way after because i signed up for facebook while i was still with jen oh shit yeah so yeah i was done with myspace long before that so i wasn't i was i was still using myspace right until i started my facebook Kids, for those of you out there who don't know, MySpace was an early social networking app, the predecessor oh, to man. Facebook. You could even have a song that played when you Hell opened yeah. your page. And it taught you it was awesome. Coding. Facebook needs to step up their fucking game. Just saying. Make yeah, Meta. Make it more interesting. You know, give me a top eight. Give me a fucking song I could just have that plays when you go to my page. Oh, fucking top eight. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can do the song thing. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure there's a way to put a song on your page, but fucking top eight, man. There, there's gonna be a way to start wars all over again. Fucking hey, man. We're talking about you know, you know the possibility of World War Three over with fucking Russia. No, nah, man. Top eight. That's what's gonna cause it. Like that, that'll cause like... then. So like we'll have World War Three happening, but then top eight comes back, and that'll cause like the new civil war, <laughs> and it'll just erupt because of the top eight civil rights, bro. People are like, why am I not in your top eight? You're like, well, sorry. Well, you know, I had to make a choice. It was either you or Skeezy Joe. And he gave me a burrito last week, so he made my number eight. <laughs> Dude, that is how people actually chose their top eight, though. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, you know, you could make my top eight, but what are you going to do for me? And people right? Are like, oh, my God. I mean, I'll put you in my top eight. It was people such like, a wild fucking system that people were doing. Like I said, I, then after a while, they started like basic coding shit, and they would allow you to have like the wallpaper behind your yeah. thing. So I mean, like it was really a fucking wild time. And for those of you who don't know, just go search like MySpace profile backgrounds and shit. Like it was wildly interesting. Yeah, man, it was literally like the wild west back then. Yeah, like, you yeah. Know, Facebook is kind of just like homogenized everything when it comes to that but like myspace was it was it was a crazy and, time and kids man. for those of you who don't know facebook wasn't originally designed for like the general public no. it was designed for college kids and i'm pretty sure it was designated to one campus originally yeah and they were rated first go watch the social network kids first off because they they do a pretty good job of t- talking about it but it started off like uh this this site where they were like rating f- f- women on campus, like co-ed. oh shit, yeah, you know, like uh, giving them a, a score or whatever, and uh, it kind of morphed from that into this uh, social networking on the campus thing, and then it, and then it wound up going worldwide and everything. But yeah, it's crazy how it just kind of exploded, you know, especially because like that was already a thing, you know, MySpace was already there, yeah, and it. You know, it was it was a thing, but like it was not as big as as Facebook has become. No, you know I mean it did never exploded the way Facebook did. So I don't know why Facebook <laughs> did you exploded. Me? You, yep, you Zuckerberg <laughs> me, you fucking Zuckerberg me. But <laughs> uh, so then they're discussing uh, how old they were when they lost their virginity. Uh, Barney gets a bit squirrely here and starts making up a story, which happens to be Dirty Dancing. Yeah, and I love that. Yeah. 
Marshall complains about a song being stuck in his head because of this. Yeah. And he looks up at the sky and he's like, damn you, Swayze. Yeah. She's like the wind. And it got me thinking. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, because, you know, Swayze died. And I was like, wait a minute. This is 2007. Swayze didn't die until 2009. So why the fuck is he looking up at the sky? I don't know. It really like kind of like because like I I feel like for a long time I always just assumed he did that because Swayze was dead and so like he's you know looking up to heaven to t- to say damn you to Swayze <laughs> but he's not dead he's I mean I don't think he was in good shape at this point but he wasn't dead yet no. he was still alive no so like uh, I don't know man it was kind of weird kids like, huh, weird those of you who don't know what Dirty Dancing <laughs> is it's a movie that stars Jennifer Grey. And Patrick Swayze. And for those of you who don't know who Patrick Swayze is, he was the hottest fucking actor in the 80s. That man could do no wrong. He yep. had abs. He had hair. He was an action star. He could dance. He could do it all. He could rip a dude's throat out. He could rip a dude's throat out. <laughs> and house. just in case you've never seen Dirty Dancing, nobody puts baby in a corner. That's true. They don't. Don't even think about it. <laughs> kids <laughs> kids kids oh uh, yes we are the old men who tell <laughs> kids about things that they have no idea about Yo, if you don't know by now we're those dudes who stole your granddad's clothes we look incredible and now all of the Gen Zers have shut off this podcast and said fuck <laughs> these guys <laughs> we lost them in fucking MySpace. We've just been ranting for 10 minutes about nothing. Oh, yeah. They're like, MySpace. Ah, we're out. We're out. We are out. And uh, I don't think we're coming back. Yep. (laughs) Fucking boomers. Oh, shut up, Brandon. (laughs) So then we get a flashback of Marshall and Lily's first time. This is where we, we finally see it. She, you know, Lily wanted to wait, make it super special, wanted to wait till New Year's Eve, get, you know, rent a lake house. Light some candles, play some classical music. Yeah, which Marshall's like, please don't. No, please don't. It's a long story. Which I'm like, ha, they brought the joke back. <laughs> That's great. Love because like I had I never I don't think I ever thought about that joke ever. No. On all the times I've watched it until now, because like I'm I have to pay way more attention to every little thing that happens in the show. And never thought about that classical music joke. And I'm so glad that they brought it back uh, later on in the episode. Uh, and like I said, this whole thing mentioned in the pilot, uh, they end up having sex. They don't wait. It lasts 12 minutes. Huh. And we discovered Ted is there the whole time, which I think is funny because like if you if you're if you're trying to like really remember everything that's ever happened in the show, which most people don't with brand new shows, it's just especially sitcoms, you probably forgot about that from the pilot. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, and so the fact that they brought it back and showed us that, I thought was fantastic. You know, it was a great piece of continuity for the show. We thought you were sleeping. It's it's common sense <laughs> when the not. bottom bunk moves, the top bunk moves too. <laughs> we should go again. Please Please don't. don't. (laughs) We gave you the Walkman. Yeah, I gave you my Walkman. Like that makes it better. Oh, yeah. But like he, you know, like he says in the in the pilot, you know, uh, that thing's gonna move, man. It's gonna move. 
Uh, and so then Robin shares her story. And her and her boyfriend, you know, they're about to get going. Robin's there. She's got braces on. She's young. <laughs> and uh, the guy winds up, like, they almost get going. And he stops and he's like, I'm gay. I'm gay. I can't do this. Uh, and they don't actually go all the way. Essentially, they played a little game we like to call just the tip. <laughs> uh, he just splashed around in the shallow end a little bit, as she says. I mean, that's a good analogy. Yeah, yeah. It's it the, always that. I'm not gonna lie. That story that she tells right there reminds me of JD and Kim. Oh, and Kim. Yeah. You know, <laughs> dude. It, I get it. Their story is way worse, though. Well, yeah, but I love how JD's like. You know, I might not have invaded the territory. But there was friendly fire on the perimeter. I don't even think he got just the tip, though. I, no, he says yeah. he didn't. Yeah, he didn't get anything. This guy at least got something. Before he even had a chance yeah. and essentially got it all over. Yeah. He got it all over. <laughs> he <laughs> like, got it all over. That's all that matters. <laughs> and yes, you can apparently get pregnant from that. <laughs> I mean. So be careful, folks. Be careful out there. It's a dangerous world. The Kids, dangerous if world. This was a penis. Put the condom on. <laughs> Start yes. at the tip and work your way down. It's true. If you are confused, you can go and watch an episode of Parks and Rec where Leslie Nope literally. Oh my does god, that the cucumber. With, with no with the bananas. It's a bunch of bananas. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. To a whole bunch of old people. A whole hilarious. bunch of old people. It's good stuff. Uh so Lily says she doesn't think that this counts. Uh, and I wanted to ask you, what is your opinion? Which side are you on? Do you think it counts as losing your virginity or not? Um, I'm torn on this because I'd like to say no, it doesn't count as losing your virginity or having having sex. But if we don't count just the tip, then that means that one of our jokes of making fun of somebody doesn't count because all he got in somebody's mouth was just the tip and then decided, whoa, 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 I have to stop. <laughs> And I can't make fun of him as, just as much if he didn't technically well, get a blowjob. Well, no, I mean, I, I I think we could still definitely make fun of him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think that's going to change at all. Uh, but I, I honestly agree with Lily. Um, I mean, you did some stuff. You fooled around some stuff. But I don't consider, like, to me... That's not, especially since, like... I'm probably it's not like, going to call it sex. Done. But I'm you know what like, I mean? Because that's okay. literally all. So I've had this moment where I've had just the head in. And, like, I'm, I can't talk about this. Yeah. So it's... <laughs> but it's just Never like... Mind. It's just like, to, unless it's like... Okay, here's the scenario. Because apparently this happens with Scooter, her high school boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. So unless it's like... He does it and it's just like back and forth, like like they're doing it, but he's only you know, like Jay from Jay's on Bob, it's you know, oh, half, yeah. half half hole, right? Half, half he's hole. like he's like doing quarter, 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 quarter. You know what I mean? <laughs> if I mean, that's the case, four quarters make a dollar. I think I can count it. But like if you look at Robin's case, where I'm pretty sure it was a boop and then done, no. I can't count that. I would not count that. I'm still talking no. over here that I just started walking through the story <laughs> without even fucking thinking about that. This is going to get posted on the internet. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just like, yeah, let me tell you this story. Like, 
And that's why the folks keep coming back, man. <laughs> right here, these reasons. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't think I would count it. I, 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 like oh, I said, at I least in Robin's in Robin's instance, I don't think I would count. Yeah. I think I'm on Lily's side here. I'm I'm impartial. Like I, I, I do think it counts, but I don't think it counts. I think it really just depends on how much of the penis really penetrated. Yeah, that's what I said. I think it's literally just a tip, if if that even. Um, and I don't think it counts. Uh, but Marshall freaks out about it, you know, because you know he didn't, as far as he knew, he, he was, was the only guy, you know. And uh, now there's another guy who may have, uh, you know, stormed the beach a little bit, you Storm know, Normandy. you know, dipped their toes in the water a little bit, so to speak. And uh, he's not happy about it. <laughs> I mean, would you? Would you be happy? I mean, I guess if like our whole relationship identity was based on we are the only two people who we have, like we are the only ones that we have been with and that is it, then maybe, you know, but like people, you know, have <laughs> sex lives. It is what it is. But like I said, if my, if our entire relationship identity was, was that was what theirs is. I can I can understand why he he would be a bit upset. Yeah, um, because everything he thought, you know, isn't quite what he thought it was, you know. But yeah, you know, he, he comes around later on. He does. But then Katie comes back in from smoking her cloves. It's <laughs> fucking cloves, man. Like like. <laughs> Kids. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could probably explain this better to me. Oh man, cloves are a very older, older brand cigarette. They're like really thin and really long, and, and they're they're black, right? Yeah, 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 they're black, and they're almost like, almost like a mini cigar. Like they smelled almost like that, and she's like, it was weird. I don't know what the fuck the deal with those was. Do they even still make those? I don't even know. I, I've, I haven't seen cloves in a long time. I yes. think they went like discontinued. So you know, weird. kids, they're pretty much today's version of a vape. But, or yesterday, yesteryear's version of a vape, but they were actual cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, you know, not these fruity fucking fruit juice things that people smoke now. Hey man, you seem to love it, so hey. <laughs> I mean, mine relaxes me and gets me into a mellow state. And what flavor are you uh, puffing today? Well, the only flavor that I do puff, which is koi, uh, it is blue raspberry dragon fruit. Ooh, that sounds pretty good. Nice. There you go. A little CBD for your folks. You know, we don't we don't condone underage anything. Yes. I but do if not you condone are, underage smoking, vaping, or drinking. If you are of age and you you know want to have some, some calming methods, go for it. Go for it. That's what we say here. Hell yeah. We're all about that. All about that. Uh so Katie says that she's just going to leave and go see Kyle. Uh, she and Robin kind of get into it. And, uh, you know, this is where she she kind of confronts Robin and says, well, do, do you love Ted? Yeah. And she hesitates. And so Ted sees this, sees that she's like kind of freaking out a little bit, pulls her off to the side uh, and they talk. She's freaking out. She gives this carpool analogy, which I thought was kind of brilliant. And it, and it fits so well because like, you know, I don't want to get in the carpool lane because what's in the carpool lane? A giant diamond. And it's like, that really does, like, work 
as an analogy for relationships, man. It does. Like I never thought about it really until this episode, you know, and I've always thought that was such a cool little, uh, like, I don't know where the, where the writers came, where she came up with this. Like, I don't know if it's something that, cause I, before this show, I had never heard that. Like that thought had never crossed my mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe it was just personal thought process that they wrote. Maybe she was in the carpool lane one day. She's like, Oh, diamond. I'm with my husband. Huh? That's funny. Maybe. I, I, who knows? Maybe. It, you, know, you never know, but uh, I, I thought it was pretty... Uh, I liked it. I liked it quite a bit. It fit really well. And, you know, her her freak out, it's, it's, I feel like it's warranted, you know, mainly because she's never done this before. She's never felt this way before. Yeah. I think she's just really, really afraid. Uh, one, uh, just afraid of these feelings because they're new to her. And she doesn't want to fuck things up with Ted. You know what I mean? I so, get it. Yeah, totally understand. But Ted, like like we said at the beginning, man, he really pulls his shit together in this episode. Oh, yeah, like, he does. He's like the, the, the perfect guy in this episode. He really it's, is. It, it's very reminiscent of like season four, season three, when like he does like the, the perfect date. For yeah, the, the, the two minute date. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, you like, see those glimpses in Ted. It's like, oh, you could be the perfect guy, man. What are you doing with all this other bullshit that you do? Hell yeah. Yeah, so. I mean, like, lot. just think of, like, how happy he could have had, like, like, I know not every relationship is going to be, like, the perfect girl who's going to lead to, like, marriage. But think of, like, um, oh, God, what was her name? The, the birthday girl that he, he dates twice. Oh, shit. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um, I wanted to say Karen, but it's not Karen. No, I don't remember her name. But you know who I'm talking about. It's the one who learns yeah. Krav Maga. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. Yeah. Think about if he could have just gotten past some of the shit that was going on there. They could have had a really great relationship because they were really good together. Yeah, they were. Also, I found he out that... He could have just moved to Germany, too, and been with Victoria. Don't he was all hung up on Rob. Don't even get me started on that. <laughs> I will fucking... I will, I, I will Will Smith him. I feel like that is an instance where he absolutely deserved to be like he threw away. Like I get, he wants Robin. It's all about Robin. Fucking get it. He's Batman. He needs Robin. (laughs) But I will fucking hundred times over Will Smith him in the face because he should have been with Victoria. Oh yeah, absolutely. Or Tracy. He gets Tracy at the end, but that's true. I, I, uh, if she had, if she, you know, if she hadn't passed away, they would have stayed together. You know that. Yeah. They were madly in love, um, and it, it they really deserve each other. Took them a long time after, and it it wasn't a long time for the fans, and I think that's why they all a lot of fans dislike that ending. But it was a long time for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like what six years? Yeah. Like that's a long time. You yeah. know. It really well, is. And I think that's one of the things that always bugs me. Like I watched this clip on YouTube the other day where it was like the best of Ted and Tracy. And it shows like all the shit that leads up to like the two of them meeting in Farhampton. And there's the scene where he goes and knocks on the door and he's like, Hey, you don't know me, but this is who I am. And in 45 days, we're oh, going to meet. Dude, that scene rips me apart every time. Yeah. And it well, and that's it. The first couple times <laughs> I watched the show, that was a throwaway scene for me. I'm like, oh, he's like, I want to spend these 45 days with you. But then when I really thought about what he's saying and knowing 
every fucking time she's not going to be around. Yeah. He's saying, I want those 45 days with you because I know I'm not going to have you. And that fucking hits me, man. Like that fucking hurts. It rips me apart every time because they, they tell you for multiple seasons without telling you she's dead. Yeah. Yeah. They do. And no, you're hundred percent correct. Realistically, you don't really know it until you rewatch the show, but it's there and it it's, it's wild to pick up on those things. It's well, it's like the last time I did the series watch through, I got to season nine and they do the episode where they're at the far Hampton. I think it's one of the last couple of episodes and they're doing the thing. And he's like, you know, this time last year, I was sitting at this table, and this is what I was saying. Yeah. Or no. Well, they 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 telegraph it again in that season with um when he mentions uh, what kind of mother doesn't come to their daughter. Yeah, daughter. yeah, yeah. That he, he starts to cry. He starts to yeah, yeah, and it fucking it hits. Yeah, and it's like man, that fucking like oh, I can't. Let's yeah. get back to this episode. <laughs> Man, I feel like when we get to those episodes, there's certain episodes, I feel like it's going to be real hard to, to get through talking about. Oh, you yeah. You know what I mean? There are definitely some that we we may uh, we may shed tears on this on this show. We'll I know there's one coming in a couple seasons that's really going to affect you. And I'm oh, yeah. That one. It's, uh, I mean, it may affect you, too. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Oh, I know it's going to affect you. <laughs> yeah. It affected me before, you know. That's true. Uh, so uh, yeah, back to this. Robin calls Ted and I love you, slut. And Ted says, "Well, you're if I'm an I love you slut, then you're an I love you prude." And then he takes back his I love you yeah. and gives it to this random guy at the Empire State Building, who was apparently about to jump and kill himself. And I'm like, every time I watch this, I'm like, man, this gets a little dark real fast out oh, of yeah. nowhere. Yeah, and he's like, it's a throwaway line where he's yeah. like, I love you. And the guy's like, thanks, man. I was about to go up there and jump. Yeah. And you're and just you... like, what? <laughs> yeah. He's like, instantly he's like, oh, thanks, man. I was about to go up there and jump. And he turns around. Yeah. I'm like, somebody and ta- and go ta- after that guy. And just kind of move on from it. You know what I mean? They, they don't even pay any attention to that. Yeah. And, and like, every time I watch it, I'm just like, <laughs> a little in shock because it like, comes back up later too which i think yeah. is awesome um it actually comes back up like real soon here yeah uh we go over marshall and lily and uh they're kind of getting into it and everything uh and he says that this thing with scooter rewrites their history lily says you know you don't buy tickets to the lobby of the empire state building you buy tickets to get to the top and therefore, just being in the lobby doesn't count as being uh, as going to the Empire State Building. And then this is when Marshall leans over to the guy who we just saw, the jumper, yep. and says, uh, excuse me, sir, how do you get to the Empire? Or can you tell me how to get to the Empire State Building? And he's like, uh, we're, you're in it right now. And he's like, oh, thank you. You are a wise and brilliant man. Yeah. And the guy's just like... You know, this is the best day ever. You know, how could I? How could I? You know, even think about ending it. And he, and he, and presumably leaves. Also, this is a good example, people, that you should always be nice, people, because you never know what the fuck someone is going through. Exactly, you never know what somebody else is going through, and it's like, 
some part of me doesn't know how to feel about the gang because like they're in their own little world. They don't actually give a fuck about this guy. They're just using him for their like to get back at each other. You know what I mean? Like Ted uses him to get back at Robin. Doesn't actually care what's going on with him. Marshall uses him to get back at Lily. And it's just like, if, if they had done something to that guy, that was the opposite. They could have caused him to kill himself. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like pushed him over the edge. Luckily, that's not what happened. It, it went. Yeah. It went the the good way. But it's like your actions have consequences. You know, no matter what they are. You know, that is a hundred percent true. Yeah, and so uh, yeah, like I said, uh, Lily's still not buying it. Um, but Marshall fighting real hard to convince her that. Uh, I mean, that, he's trying. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, he he's trying. Uh, so then, Robin. Also, oh, I love that. Like, this is one of the first times we really hear about Scooter. Yeah, I think there was like, I feel like there was like at least one other time prior to that. Wait, didn't we see it? Didn't we see him? Did we? Yeah, because they go to um, when they go back to the high school for the prom. Oh yeah, we get like a flashback. Yeah, you're right. I think I think that was like I think that was the first time. And I don't think we've really had any reference to him no. since then. So, yeah, it's like I like that. They're just kind of peppering in. Oh, here's Scooter again. Remember this guy? And he'll pop yep. up again here and there. So, yeah. you know, they're constantly doing that. And I like that. So uh, then Robin and Katie have a chat. And, you know, she, you know, Robin just she doesn't want Katie to make a mistake. You know, she does. She, she's afraid that she's going to ruin her life. And this is where future Ted jumps in about the and, never and sex cracks me up every time where he fucks with his kids saying, well, she did do it kids. And then she got pregnant and had to move into a trailer and then died an alcoholic. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's a funny don't have sex before <laughs> you're ready. Speech, yeah. But... It's a total dad thing to do too. You yeah. know, Whoa. <laughs> it is. It, it's Whoa. a total dead yeah. thing to do. Your profile. Was, <laughs> profiling's wrong. Uh, but no. <laughs> um, I I love that that scene. Uh it's just because then the kids are like, come on, dad, what really happened? Yeah. You know, one of the few times that we actually get to see the kids react to yes. the story. Well, season one and season two, they were still live recording the kids. Yeah. It's not till like season three But even three then, or four. there were plenty of times where they're just sitting there. Oh, yeah. Not, that's not really reacting. So I wish they had done a bit more of that. And I wish they had filmed more re- just like random reactions. Like, yes. we're going to we're gonna sit here and we're going to film 100 random reactions to things. We might use them. We might not. Hell and yeah. I think that I think that's what they should have done because... They they kind of phase the kids out for the most part. You might see them just like a, just them sitting there once in a great while, but they barely used them after season two because they weren't filming them anymore because you know, they were aging. So I get that. I I don't know if they thought it through when they first decided to do this, but that's why I like what they're doing with How I Met Your Father because it's you know Kim yeah. Cattrall. You know, you could go five, six seasons. She's not going to look that much different. No. You know what I mean? But, like, kids are going to look very different. 
Oh yeah. yeah. Over an eight year period. It's insane. So yeah, uh, I, I think, I think they made a good choice on the other show. So, uh, but yeah, so in reality, she did not uh, get pregnant and die. She didn't even uh, go and have sex with Kyle. Uh, and apparently it's because of something that Ted said to her. Uh, he told her the story of losing his virginity, where he, he makes himself seem like a total douchebag who just slept with this girl, Molly, and then bounced, you know, uh, borrowed some money from her. Borrowed some never, money. never called her back. Apparently he told her he loved her but did not. Uh, and it's like, to us and to Robin, it's like, that doesn't sound like Ted. No. And it's weird because when I rewatched this back, I forgot about his story. Nice. So they show it and I'm like, that doesn't sound like Ted. And then Robin's like, so what really happened? And he really, <laughs> like how it goes down. I'm like, oh yeah, that sounds a lot more. Oh yeah. Cause it's completely the opposite. The girl is the one who uses Ted and takes his money and says, I love you and doesn't mean it and goes off into the woods to uh, play with firecrackers. Fireworks. Yeah, man. Yep. Pew, pew, pew. (laughs) And so uh, then we find out that Katie told Kyle that she wanted to wait and he broke up with her because he's a douchebag. He's a complete dickhead. Yeah. Yeah, and Ted and Robin are hugging, and this is where she says, I love you for the very first time. Falafel. And (laughs) I love Ted. He's like, she's like, I love you. He's just like, I'm gay. (laughs) I thought this was a missed opportunity for them to go a different route. Okay. What is Ted's all-time favorite movie? Yeah, yeah, Star Wars. He could have done the I Know. He should have fucking Han Soloed her. Yeah. She's like, I love you, and he should have just been like, I know. Yeah, they went for the obvious, you know, uh, inside the episode joke. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I, that would have—I kind of would have liked that because it would have been, uh, it would have kept it playing sweet, and like it's, it would have been—it would have been funny, but it would have been less jokey yeah. than the I, "I'm gay" line, um, and would have, I think, been even extra sweet because we know his love uh, for Star Wars. I mean, I've totally Han Soloed somebody before. Nice. <laughs> I'm a huge Star Wars like fucking nerd, man. Now, did you do it on the first time that they said it? Once. <laughs> I got smacked. It was their first time saying it, though, not mine. Oh, okay. I, I had said it, and she wasn't ready, and I respected that. And I told her to say it when she felt ready, not to feel pressured. So when she finally told me she loved me, I said, I know. You know, and that I goes, can I can respect that. She goes, you know, and I was like, Han Solo, Star Wars. <laughs> I love how you had to explain. <laughs> Listen, she was a Zelda fan. I was uh, a Star Wars fan. Oh, that's just funny. That cracks me up, sir. Cracks me up. Uh, so then they all wind up back at the Empire State Building. Marshall ends up admitting that yesterday didn't count as going to the Empire State Building. Which allowed get all the way up top. Yeah, which uh, was like ah. I mean, they didn't even get past the lobby. That's that you know, Uh, and yeah, this allows his and Lily's story to remain intact. Uh, And as they enter the elevator, Ted starts telling them another fun fact, and then they shove him out (laughs) as the door, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, And you know what? Stop with all the fun facts, Ted. I understand, but you know, chill out a little bit. Then at the end, uh, everybody wants to know Barney's story, finally. 
he tries to keep using different movies to, you know, as it started, like Fast Times at Ridgemont High. He does like fucking war games, which doesn't even yeah. have a, a sex scene, as they say <laughs> in it. That doesn't even have a sex scene. Yeah. Uh, and then he finally spills the beans, says he was 23. And it was his mom's 45-year-old divorced friend, Rhonda, who kept calling him Barry. Barry. Uh, and she smelled like menthol cigarettes. Yep. And we do eventually meet her uh, and learn a, a bit more about this whole story and how it actually happened in the Yips episode. Yep. So uh, when that comes up, we'll definitely be talking more about But that. I love how even after he tells the story, um, Marshall's like, or no, Ted's like, Tell us about that time again when you were at the Catskills. He's like, it was it was a great summer, you know. Yeah, I had the time of my life. <laughs> oh, uh, and that's man. how the episode ends. It's uh I love this episode. It's real fun. Um, it is. It's one of those rare, kind of like really contained episodes because it's most of the episode takes place inside that one room. Yeah, uh, the yeah. lobby of the Empire State Building. So like, and that doesn't happen very often. Um, usually, no. and it's it's one of the few where like there's multiple stories, but they're all the same storyline. Yeah, like it's like yeah, oh. that that's something that I found interesting. Right, they're all trapped in this room together, so you would think it would all just kind of be one big story, which for the most part it is. But they still manage to break off and have separate stories. Yep, too, which I was like, that's really fucking well done. You yeah, know what I mean, I thought that yeah. was. A beautifully uh, uh, done way uh, for this. So show, now, but... ladies and gentlemen, now that the episode is over, brings us up to that special part Josh likes to call. Dun, dun, dun. Barney's, Barney's blog. Oh, that's right. Suit up, <laughs> bitches. <laughs> you you missed your line there, Mister. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was building the suspense. You were. You were building the suspense. All right, Barney's blog. Barney's blog. We have a brand new one here called Popping Your Big Apple. Oh shit. Yeah. This Is was it like Barney's Guide to the Big City. Kind of. Yes, actually. Uh, so this one was dated Ju uh, Tuesday, January 9th of 2007. It says, Welcome to the greatest city on the planet. Undoubtedly, You'll want to make your first time in New York a memorable and enjoyable experience. I've experienced many, many first-timers. Many. <laughs> so I'm a natural choice to be your guide. Here's a handy pocket guide to help make your first time in New York a success. Oh, shit. And so he gives four, four uh, things to do here. So first he has the subway. Says your first time on the subway can be risky business, but it's well worth the two dollar fare. The same amount of enjoyable work free shaking would cost you well over six dollars in your average motel massage bed. But exercise caution touching the third rail can lead to a premature end of your first time experience. <laughs> then we have Broadway show. Ah, the great white way, the lights, the sounds, the dark hidden crevices of age-old theaters. Musicals tend to be better for first-timers than, say, one-woman shows. Singing and tap dancing provide the perfect cover for you and your partner to hit your own high notes. But remember, don't try to sneak backstage your first time. 
That's really right. funny that he brings up a one-woman show as that has not happened yet. No, it has not. <laughs> uh, United Nations. New York is the capital of the world, you'll, and you'll certainly want to taste her international flavors. While it's great to exercise your diplomatic skills with people from around the world, be sure to wrap yourself in your nation's flag for protection. You don't want your first foreign experience to be your last. No need to worry about communication barriers. The language of love is universal. And I find this funny because, you know, later on, we find out that Barney is kind of like sexually trying to complete the globe. Essentially. Yes, he is. Yeah. You know, so I thought that was uh, that was kind of a nice little, whether it was a foreshadow or not, it, hey, it links up later on. <laughs> and then the last one is Museum of Modern Art. New York is renowned both for its modernity and its art. Combine the two and visit the world-famous Museum of Modern Art. There, first-timers can create their own modern art masterpieces. Several lucky ladies have credited yours truly with inspiring their own artistic awakenings. Be wary of the security staff, and remember, flash photography is permitted, but be sure to ask before you touch anything. <laughs> <laughs> so that folks that folks was barney's blog for this episode uh before we wrap up john what were your thoughts on the episode we didn't actually talk about that oh overall. yeah shit, i skipped over that That's okay. i mean i love this. i love this episode like you said it's it's a fun one and it goes by really really quick but it's yes. a really great episode overall yeah yeah i agree uh i thought it was uh well done we talked a bit about that i thought the writing was really really well done and uh we got to meet, you know, some more stuff. We got to find out some more stuff about Robin. We got to meet her sister and everything like that. And we get to dive into a little bit of Barney's past, which is always nice. I was going to so. say, yeah, we get a little bit of backstories off like Marshall, Lily, Robin, and Barney this one. Yeah, Ted's so. just kind of still Ted, but I mean, it is what it is. That's true. Though we do get to see him in that top bunk. So That is true. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's, I think, all I got. You got anything uh, else that you want to add about this episode? No, sir. All right. So why don't you let everybody know where they can find you on the internet? Ladies and gentlemen, hop on over on the Twitter. Find me at Simply Sane J1. It corresponds with my podcast and my blog, Simply Sane with J, the Nacho Mama podcast. Um, you can you can find me guest appearing once in a while on the Merc with the Movie blog, uh, Trailer Reactions. Uh, yeah. I plan on being on a few more of those coming up. I'm going to get you on some actual movie reviews, too. Yes, yes. And don't forget to jump on over to Off the Ropes with John and Josh, the wrestling podcast that Josh and I do, where you can hear us talk about wrestling, all wrestling, and all things that are wrestling related. That's right. Damn right. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at JP Rayner. That's J-P-R-A-Y-N-O-R, as well as right down here at Movie Blog Merc. That is the Twitter page for my site, Merc the Movie Blog. If you are watching this on YouTube, you are on the Merc the Movie Blog YouTube channel. Be oh, sure yeah. to hit that like button smash that subscribe button and click that little bell whatever the fuck it is on the screen and oh, yeah. uh <laughs> if you're listening on uh podcast form you can head over to anchor.fm slash uh off or i always had the wrong one anchor.fm slash last call h-i-m-y-m you'll leave us a voice message over there and if you're on apple or spotify you can leave a five-star review and uh if you leave a written review we will actually read it out on air oh yeah we've uh, done it well 
Yeah, we've done that quite a few we times. We love hearing from everybody, whether it's yeah. you like what you're listening to or maybe we made a mistake and you want to correct us. Yeah. I mean, come on, people, reach out. We want to hear from you. That's right. And all of that kind of stuff, it really helps uh, kind of boost us in the algorithm for oh, you, know, yeah. you know the likes and the subs- subscribes and everything. Uh, and co- even comments on YouTube help us to move up uh, and get noticed more. And uh, definitely oh, yeah. on the podcast, the five-star reviews. And the written reviews really help to to boost us in the algorithm. Also, and get us noticed. Start letting more, us so know where up. you guys are listening from. I kind of want to know where our viewers are coming from. Yeah. So please, if you're listening, reach out to us on Twitter. Reach out to us on Anchor.fm. Yeah. Reach out to us on wherever you can. YouTube. Just leave us comments. <laughs> I want to know where you guys are. Yeah. Apparently, off, people. Apparently, there's like a five percent contingency in Germany. So, that is awesome. Which I thought was kind of kind of interesting. It's like, well, talk, I'm curious. Here. Did any of you go to a uh, to a cupcake fellowship? <laughs> Meine Name ist Jean. Ich liebe. Ich liebe. Ich liebe dich. Ich liebe dich. Yeah. Ich liebe dich. Die Kugelschreiber. <laughs> I don't know what that one is, but uh, I'm pretty sure Kugelschreiber is a pencil. Oh. Or it was, it well, was all of our German fans can uh, can inform us how badly John is butchering their language <laughs> uh, with any message of any of those ways. And be sure to follow us on Twitter uh, at yes. Last Call H I M Y M, where you can, in fact, uh, tell us whether or not John was butchering <laughs> the German language. Uh, but uh, yeah, outside of that, I ain't got anything else for him, John. What do you got for him? Listen, people, you don't have to go home, but you can't listen here. Catch you next time.